All right, time to get started. I really wanted to touch on the phenomena of Barbie and the Barbie movie. And I also want to just talk a little bit about feminism because it seems that some people are a little bit offended by all of these. I don't know why, but maybe it's because they just don't understand them or maybe it's because they I don't know, they touch on some sense of an insecurity that they have about themselves. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever it is, uh, I say, let's put all three on the front burner and, you know, turn on the heat a little bit. You know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. I just want to give you a fair warning that I am going to be referencing parts of the story of the Barbie movie, just so you know, in advance. I did go and see the Barbie movie at last, and you know what? It did not disappoint me. I thought it had a great message, and I thought it was really funny. I found myself laughing out loud, you know, in the theater. And let me tell you something, that hasn't happened to me in quite a long time, where I was actually laughing out loud in a theater. I mean, the last time I remember laughing in a movie theater was when I went to see Weekend at Bernie's. And that was um like a really long time ago. I mean, let's face it, that movie was funny. I mean, it was funny. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of other movies out there that would make me burst out laughing. For example, a Mel Brooks movie or the airplane movies or the naked gun movies. That's just me. That's just my own sense of humor. But I can't really recall any movie that I've seen in the theater lately that really made me laugh out loud. And that's why, you know, I mentioned Weekend at Bernie's because I do remember laughing out loud at that movie. And that also was what happened when I went to see the Barbie movie. I was surprised at that. I really was. But anyway, let me not get off track. So yeah, the Barbie movie, I thought it was really, really good. And I would recommend it. I would go see it again. I'm, I don't have any qualms with it, you know, although some people out there do seem to have some problems with the movie. But first, I think I want to talk about Barbie, the actual doll itself. You know, as it said in the movie, in case you don't know, Ruth Handler is the inventor of the Barbie doll. She um, invented it actually for her. Well, I, want, I don't want to say for her daughter, but she had her daughter in mind because her daughter was always playing with paper dolls. And when she watched her daughter playing with the paper dolls, she noticed that she was, you know, using the dolls and portraying them as a future self, like maybe when her daughter would be 17 or in her early 20s, the doll represented her daughter at an older age. And there were no actual real dolls for little girls at that time in the 50s to to do that with except paper dolls. And she felt it was, first of all, it was a great niche. Uh, toy wise, and also for young girls, instead of just having a baby doll and playing mother, they could have a doll that they could um, envision themselves. And she felt that was really important for young girls, which I can't disagree with. So um, she couldn't get the people at Mattel to get on board with that. But she was on vacation in the Alps and she saw this doll in a store and she decided to buy one and bring it back. And 
presented it to um, the board members at Mattel and they decided to go forward with it. And that's really the birthing of the Barbie doll. Something that surprised me was that Barbie is really a nickname or a shortened name for the doll. Her actual full-length name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. That is the official name of the Barbie doll. And her birthday is March 9th, 1959. And that's the day that she was introduced during the American International Toy Fair in New York City. And Ken also has his own full-length name, which is Kenneth Sean Carson. I don't have a birthday for him. I don't think I could find one for for Ken, but he was introduced in 1961. Barbie does have some sisters. I think her first sister was Skipper and then um, Stacy and then Kelly, which evolved into Chelsea. They got rid of the name Kelly and they went with Chelsea and she has some friends. Midge, of course, was her friend. She was introduced in 1963. You know, she was not introduced as a pregnant doll. She was just introduced as her friend. Later, it evolved, um, you know, that they made her pregnant. You could remove the stomach, you know, so that she had the baby, but that didn't go over well. So they just like got rid of that idea. And then she has a African-American friend, which was introduced in 1968. And her name was Christy. And of course, Ken's friend, Alan, if, you, if you've seen the movie, you would know Ken has a best friend. His name is Alan. So that's enough of their, their friends. So Barbie, Barbie's dream house first came around in 1962. And this was a revolutionary idea at that time, because it wasn't until the 1970s when single women would entertain the idea of owning their own house and having their own bank accounts. Because, you know, let's face it, Barbie came out at the end of the 50s. And um, at that time, women were, you know, still at home. They were homemakers and the man was in charge of all the financing and all the, the money. And so this was like a radical idea to give a young woman, well, a doll, young woman doll, her own dream house. But of course, if you know the history of the Barbie doll, right, she has done so many, I don't want to say radical, but she has done so many firsts. I don't want to talk about Barbie without listing some of those achievements, but I'm going to do it like in no particular order. In 1992, Barbie ran for president. In 1965, Barbie became an astronaut and she went to the moon, which was actually four years before um, Neil Armstrong did it. So how about that? And in fact, in uh, 2022, two Barbie dolls were actually taken up to the International Space Station to encourage girls to pursue STEM careers, which was usually a male-dominated field. So they wanted little girls to understand that they can they can achieve big things. You know, they can be astronauts and they can go into space. In 1989, Barbie joined the Army. And in 1992, she became a sergeant in the Marine Corps. I mean, what's more badass than that? You know, again, she's um, showing little girls what, what she can do and what they can do. In 2009, she had her own runway show um, for Fashion Week to celebrate her 50th anniversary. Barbie also became the first doll to have her outfit designed by Bob Mackie. In case you don't know who Bob Mackie is, he is a famous clothing designer. 
And he has designed for so many famous celebrities like Judy Garland, Lucille Ball, Cher, of course. He also designed the costumes for The Carol Burnett Show, uh, Barbara Streisand, Diana Ross. So he's so famous. And the Barbie doll that wears his outfit is a collector's item. In fact, there are many Barbies that are collector's items. People go crazy. Um, They pay a lot of money to get a Barbie that's still in the box and untouched. One of the things that Mattel is famous for is making Barbies in the likeness of famous people or people who have done extraordinary things. And of course, these Barbies can become collectibles. I think the first one that they did was in 1967, Mattel made a Barbie in the likeness of uh, that supermodel Twiggy, who was very popular at the time. As a matter of fact, I have that Barbie doll. I still have it today. Not in great condition. I'll tell you that. But (laughs) I do still have the Twiggy Barbie doll. There are other Barbie dolls out there that um, Mattel have made, um, like Cher, Diana Ross, J.K. Rowling. They have Barbie as Jane Goodall or Laverne Cox. They have Barbie as Frida Kahlo, Amelia Earhart, all kinds of Barbies that Mattel made in the likeness of famous women for one reason or another. Another thing that Mattel did was to make some Barbies that were more relatable to many more young girls because they realized there were um, a group of young girls that were underrepresented. So they made Barbies in different skin tones and hair. There was a Barbie that used a wheelchair. There was a Barbie that had a hearing aid. There was a Down syndrome Barbie. Um, They also introduced in 2012 a new friend for Barbie named Ella who was bald because she was battling cancer. And these dolls were not for sale. They were distributed to hospitals and they were such a huge success that hospitals did uh, ask Mattel to make more of them so that they could pass them out to their cancer patients. So Mattel estimates that Barbie sales amount to about a billion dollars annually. They say that every second two Barbie dolls are sold somewhere in the world. And you know, that's not really that surprising a statistic since the world population is always growing. And you know, there is never going to be a shortage of little girls who want to, you know, imagine their futures and what they could grow up to be. Interestingly, the Barbie doll has had, I don't know, over, I think, 250 different occupations over her uh, lifespan. I mean, I think when she was first introduced, she was introduced as a teen fashion model, but she's had so many occupations. She has been a firefighter, airplane pilot. She's been an Olympic athlete. She's been a vet, a doctor. She's been a cashier. She's just done everything. The one thing that she never was, was a mom. She was never portrayed as a mother. She was once a babysitter, but she was never intended to put emphasis on being a mother because that's already been reinforced by so many other baby dolls out there. That wasn't the idea that Ruth Handler had for her, which I already stated. You know, she invented this doll so that girls could, you know, envision what they could become 
aside from a mother. Of course, girls can be mothers, but they can also be other things. They don't have to be a mother or they can be a mother and be other things. A lawyer, they can be a police officer, they can be anything they want. And that was the whole idea behind making the Barbie doll. Um, She is career driven. An interesting side note about the Barbie doll is that the original doll that Ruth Handler purchased all those years ago was actually used as a racy gag gift for men and sold only in tobacco shops. That doll was based on a famous comic strip at that time, which featured a character who was a call girl and she was very sexual and dressed I don't want to say slutty, but let's just say she had very revealing outfits on. And so it is kind of ironic that this original doll that Ruth had purchased that was being used as a sexual joke for men is now a a symbol of female achievement and independence for young girls. I mean, I think that's pretty amazing, actually, and a definite win for feminism. So what seems to be the problem? What's with all the nitpicking? Well, the criticism of this Barbie doll is that it's too materialistic. You know, it has a dream house. It has cars. It has planes, blah, blah, blah. You know, it idealized wealth accumulation. You know, uh, maybe to a point that is true. But I think it's important that we understand that while I wouldn't say wealth is bad, although it seems to be a downward turn on people who are wealthy because they're not doing their fair share. But let's not get into that. You know, we want girls to be able to acquire those things when they become adults. We don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. If my daughters wanted to have a nice house and nice cars, good for them. They want to have nice clothes. They want to travel. I mean, more power to hope they take me with them, you know, because I think there's nothing wrong with that. I really don't. You know, what What else would we want our daughters to see? What, what do we want them to aspire to? Should we have a Barbie doll that's, um, you know, welfare Barbie who comes with a cigarette and a EBT card, you know, in her hand? Should we have homeless Barbie with, you know, her hair all matted and when she comes with a cardboard box? I wouldn't want my daughter playing with that. I would want my daughter playing with a doll that can be anything she wants to be, that will have a job that is going to sustain her and she won't have to be dependent on a man for her financial security. That's really what we want for our young girls. I mean, I think so. Another criticism of Barbie was uh, her unrealistic body image. In 1994, there were some researchers in Finland who concluded that Barbie was not a realistic representation of a real person. If she was alive in real life, she'd be five feet, nine inches. And supposedly her measurements would be 36, 18, 38, and she would weigh 110 pounds. So she would not have enough body fat to menstruate and her little narrow neck wouldn't be able to hold her big head and she wouldn't be able to walk on her little tiny ankles. So let's all realize that Barbie is a doll 
And while those proportions, okay, are obviously not correct, she's a plaything, okay? And, you know, while I can appreciate these Finland uh, researchers taking time to make these calculations, um, I'm sure they have more important things that they could be doing, I mean, for our survival, than the probability of Barbie's body in real life. You know what I mean? There's climate change, there's pollution, there's so many things they can be researching. Why are they bothering with Barbie's body type? Anything to use your grant money, people? But however, you know, Mattel did look at the findings and they adjusted Barbie's body type in the early 2000s to make it a little bit more realistic. But remember, people, we are talking about a doll I mean, I can't believe I actually have to say that, you know, get a grip on yourselves. So you know what? On that note, let me talk about the Barbie movie. Okay. I thought it was a great movie. Like I said, I I laughed. I enjoyed the message. I don't see anything wrong with it. Kudos to Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig for making this movie. And also um, a big round of congratulations to Lucky Chat Productions. They are the company that produced it. And if you don't know, um, Margot Robbie actually is a co-owner of Lucky Chat Productions. This production company is one that likes to champion movies about women by women. And so in addition to the Barbie movie, Lucky Chap has also done the movies I, Tanya. They've done um, Promising Young Women. They did uh, Birds of Prey. And I just wanted to mention them to give them credit and acknowledge them because I feel that their company is a waymaker for women. And that's important. Now let's talk about some of that backlash on the Barbie movie. I know that there's been some blowback regarding the movie saying it's too feminist and it's devouring men's masculinity or something to that effect. You know, we had that guy, Ben Shapiro, uh, you know, setting fire to a Barbie doll on a barbecue grill. What the hell is that about? I mean, you know grow up. I mean, what, what kind of message are you sending? That's so infantile to do something like that. You know what I mean? You can't just use your words. You have to barbecue her. That's just the mentality of some of these men today. You know, I, I don't understand it. I mean, it's funny to me because, you know, there are other movies that have been produced that had strong women leads in them and didn't receive any blowback at all. You know, was they were perfectly fine. Look at Sigourney Weaver when she portrayed Ripley in the first two Alien movies, right? She was uh, empowered. She was capable. There was no problem with her. Reese Witherspoon's character in Legally Blonde, another strong uh, woman character. Or what about Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor in the uh, Terminator movies? What about that? Now that was a kick-ass character, but I don't remember hearing any criticism about her. I just don't understand what the problem is all the backlash, it seems to be like a political ploy, if you're asking me, which is disturbing. You know, I just don't understand why we just can't have this movie and enjoy it for what it is. And we can't just laugh and have a good time in the movie theater. No, it's always got to be uh, so a political and it's not really necessary. This movie is not really about pushing men down. It's more about lifting women up. I mean, we all want great futures for our children, right? We want them to achieve their dreams. We want that um, for our 
daughters and our sons. You know, we want our sons to be successful too. The thing is, is there's just more of a chance of a, a man to have success in today's world. That's just the way it is. Even with all the strides that women have made, you know, now in this time, thanks to the feminist movement, they're still dealing with the constraints of a male dominated society. And, you know, and that's portrayed as the patriarchy in the movie. And you can't deny it because it's real. It's happening as we speak. This is what the movie is saying with tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? It's not saying men are bad. It's just saying it like in a in a funny way, explaining the truth. I mean, it isn't the truth funny. I mean, isn't that what makes comedy so funny is exposing the truth? Look at Dave Chappelle, okay? Uh, Seinfeld, you know, making comedy out of nothing, talking about just ordinary things. So, I mean, that's basically the message here. You know, it's a man's world and it's tongue in cheek and women want more. They want to be what they can be. So that's kind of like what this movie is about. It's not about, you know, man bashing. It's about just women going for their dreams and discovering their purpose and um, wanting to be free thinkers and follow their heart's desire. What's wrong with that without having to settle for any any old Ken? <laughs> you know? They don't want to just settle down and be moms. They can have a career. They could be a mom. They could be a mom and have a career. They could be just a mom. That's fine too. There's nothing wrong with just staying home and taking care of your kids. You know, they're not bashing any of that. They're just saying the Barbie doll as a woman wants to discover who she is as a person period. Would you say that's uh, feminist? Maybe it is feminist, you know, maybe it is, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, don't we all want our sons to be strong and independent? Why is it wrong to want that for our, our daughters to be the person they were meant to be, to find a career that gives them joy and, and happiness to follow their dreams? So yeah, want to say Barbie is a feminist movie? Mm, I guess it is a feminist movie to a lot of degree. I don't consider myself to be a hardcore feminist, but I do encourage my daughters to be self-reliant and do for themselves and follow their own hearts and whatever they want to do. I mean, you know, equality for women. What's wrong with that, right? The right for a woman to make her own choices. Also important. Let's let's regress for a second. Back in the mid-1800s, women had no rights. You know, a married woman had no right to any land. She had no right to any money. She had to give all her money to her husband. She had no rights to her children, which of course came out of her own freaking body, right? So that is why we had the women's suffrage movement. In addition to the right to vote, women wanted to be heard. They wanted equality. They wanted their rights. And of course, we did get the, the right to vote, but, you know, there's still so many other things that, that we need to accomplish as women. I mean, right now, Greta Garwood has become the first woman to direct a billion dollar movie. I think that's fantastic. You know, in this day and age, she is the first woman, the first woman director to do it. I mean, yeah, it's a milestone, but I mean, I think we should have been doing better. There are still so many issues facing the women of today. There are so many stereotypes that society tries to dictate to women, and there's still plenty of sex discrimination going on and women being forced uh, or trying to be forced to compromise on their principles just to uh, get what their male counterparts already have. This is why the Me Too movement started. 
because of certain men who wanted to use their dominance or their status to try and coerce or intimidate women into situations um, that they didn't want to be in or sexually harassing them at work. There was a saying in the 1970s, well, it was actually um, a slogan for a cigarette that was being marketed to women, but it was adopted by the women's lib movement of that time. And it goes like this, you've come a long way, baby. Well, women certainly have come a long way. I mean, for the first time, we have a woman vice president. And, you know, there are a lot of women in high ranking positions all over the world. But we still have a long way to go. I mean, if we didn't have a long way to go, there wouldn't be such a huge uproar about this movie, would there? I think it's pretty clear to see that there are some people who are taking this movie and trying to manipulate the message for their own agenda, which I think is a disservice to all the good that this movie is trying to convey. Because it's not just about Barbie, it's also about Ken and how she wants him to discover who he is as a person. You know what I mean? He's more than just someone's boyfriend. So the message is important for men and for women. Like, don't let yourself be defined by someone else. Go and find your own purpose, your own self-worth. Don't let someone define that for you. Men and women can both benefit from, you know, what this movie is trying to say. To be fair, there are a lot of men who support this movie and are happy to see it and encourage and support the feminist movement. And, and that kind of gives me a little bit of hope for the future, because really, when women succeed, men succeed. I mean, it's, it's not just one person dominating over another person. It's about coexisting. It's about helping each other. It's about advancing each other. So, I mean, uh, it's so important that we realize that and take it seriously. And we should also be teaching our sons that girls are not less than, that girls are deserving of the same opportunities as boys, and that they both, boys and girls, should be judged by who they are as a person, you know, by their character. If that were to happen, right? I mean, I can't even imagine um, what what kind of future world we would be living in. It would be fantastic, right? It would be wonderful. I think we need to keep in mind that as adults, that how we act and what we say, you know, will influence the generations to come. The last point I want to make about the Barbie movie is that there is another theme running throughout the film, which I really don't hear people talking about. And it's got to do with the mother-daughter relationship, right? A loving, but sometimes strained relationship. And, you know, mother-daughter relationships can be complex, there's a mother who's trying to hold on to her little girl, and there's a daughter trying to break away from her mother, and that, that is a difficult time. But I think hopefully if, you know, if you're able to navigate through and with a little bit of patience, you will end up with a lot of understanding. You'll end up with mutual respect and love, and you know what? You will have the best friend that you probably will ever Will ever have in your life because I know that's what happened to me. I just would like to encourage any of the mothers and daughters out there to hang in there. I know it can be difficult, but you know what? It's going to be worth it in the end. And you know, that's something that the critics of this movie fail to talk about. 
And why is that? Well, maybe they're just too busy trying to pick this movie apart for whatever purpose serves them. My advice is, if you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet, take your daughter, take your son, and go and see it. Have a good laugh and enjoy yourselves. Because it really is a lot of fun. And it's definitely worth seeing. And, you know, the message is really important, I think. Anyway, all right. If you enjoyed this episode, tell somebody about it. Okay. And I will talk to you next time.